This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per top. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit sold mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, guys, yesterday you heard from Micah McCallion, and he walked through this new version of a convertible note. It's genius. You guys will have to listen yourself to figure out if it's something you will use. Okay, Top Tribe, our guest today is Johnny Naster. He's an online entrepreneur, podcaster, and most importantly, dad. He's a host of Hack the Entrepreneur and co-host of The Showrunner, both on Rainmaker.fm. Johnny, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm absolutely ready. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, we just met recently. Help people understand exactly what you're selling. Uh, right now biggest thing I'm selling is a showrunner podcasting course uh, in I'm partnered up with copy blogger media and they asked me to create a course based on what I did to I guess create hack the entrepreneur and kind of go from zero audience to uh, a decent size audience in like six or seven months so what is uh, a decent together can you tell us more about Hack the Entrepreneur? Because I think a lot of the top tribe will also love that podcast. So you launched it. Obviously, it started with zero downloads. What does each episode get download-wise now, now that we're in August? Uh, right now, as of August, we're officially getting 8,000 downloads an episode. Um, that's for the 30 days following publishing. Um, some go significantly higher, but we don't drop below that. So that's actually just a number that I use actually with midroll.com. I just signed on with a couple of months ago. Well, signed on two months ago, started just doing ads for them. They run ad spots for shows and um, it's based on 8,000 downloads per episode. And do you remember like the first one or two months when you launched the show, how many downloads you were getting? Like give us a sense because because people might be thinking about launching their own podcast listening right now. How did that ramp up time take place? Uh, so I launched September 5th. Uh, I spent all last summer in production of the show, working with it. I pre-recorded 22 episodes, and then I launched September 5th. That first month, the first 30 days of launch, I did 2,600 downloads. Uh, just blew it out of the water. And then the next month, I did, I believe it was 56,000 downloads. So you um, went from 2,600 to 56,000? Yeah. Holy yeah. crap. How, what, yeah. Okay, come on. What's the magic there? <laughs> um, the magic there was I ramped up the amount of shows I did to three a week uh, and I reached out and got on some other shows and I, I don't know I just I, I maybe I got lucky and hit the market in the right place but I mean I literally I have screenshots where I was like the top all business podcast all marketing podcast like across the US and it was I had like nine of the top episodes a couple times. And um, launch like was, you 10. said launch was September 5th last year, right? Yeah. And so October was really, really good for me. And then, then it went into November and in November they actually put me back in new and noteworthy and bumped me up. Just, I don't even know why they just did. Um, it was very, very cool of iTunes. And so it pushed me a long ways. Uh, and then of course the whole dip thing hit and things started falling off. Uh, but then I got hooked up with Copyblogger Media, and they were launching Rainmaker.fm, and they asked me if I would be 
uh, one of the only shows that wasn't actually a copy blogger show. And if I would like to join them and be exposed that's, to their audience. That's awesome. So, so walk us through what that, like, what is sh- showrunner? What, what's the focus going to be? It'll, you said it's going to be on launching your own podcast. Now, is it going to be a podcast or is it a membership course? It's both. So we created a pod, we, we were creating a course, uh, literally like all about the branding and everything, how exactly and literally everything that I used ever and still to this date in Hack the Entrepreneur, like every PDF I've created, every email I've sent to guests or to sponsors or anybody, we PDF'd it all up and basically you can buy what I did. Uh, and then, of course, in true marketing fashion, we needed to create sort of a content machine um, to steal Dan Norris's term. We needed to create a content machine behind that. So we started a podcast and that podcast is to attract people to an email list and then to promote the course from that email list with launches. What is the number one way to get a podcast audience or a webinar audience or any of these other audience into an email list? Is there a specific call to action you use that worked really well in your podcast to build the list? Totally. At the very end of every single podcast, we have a call to action. It's hope we only have one call to action, not some people. I hear it so many times, like join our email list, go to Twitter, like us on Facebook, review us. It's like, come on, dude. Like I, I, I can only do one thing, right? Yeah. So it's literally just, Go to showrunner.fm, get on the email list right now. We created a cool PDF for steps to a remarkable show, awesome, wicked, valuable content. And it leads into them learning more about us, uh, sort of backfeeding. Now that we have 20 episodes, we backfeed sort of the best parts of episodes to them. And then it all leads into a course eventually. So help me understand for, let's say, I'm just going to try and get a number here. So if people are smaller than you or bigger than you, they can extrapolate the data. For every 1,000 downloads or 1,000 listens the show gets, how uh, how many opt-ins will that drive? Oh, that's a good question. So actually, I'm going to steal this from... I'm going to steal this from Roman Mars. I like stealing. Go for it. Roman Mars is a (laughs) massive show, right? 99% invisible. Like, massive. He just did a keynote presentation at Podcast Movement on the weekend. And he said, if you do your ad spots or your call to action right and your audience is nourished and your audience is engaged the way they should be, you should look for 10%. From from downloads to email opt-in. Yes, 10% should respond. Like, not obviously instantly from one from like one call to action at the end of one episode. But I mean, over the course of time, if you are getting 8,000 downloads, you should get 800 people onto a list solidly. And like good people, like people that are truly engaged and will respond and open your emails. Interesting. Okay, so let's keep Which going. Which with 800 sounds like small, but trust me, like, I have that much of a list and I make a full-time living from my oh, show. Totally. Yeah. So that's, that <laughs> so, was my next question is, so you have the call to action. So how big is your list now for, sh- for, for the, the show? For showrunner? Yeah. Uh, um, I think, yeah, we're talking about showrunner, right? The, yeah, this yeah. is the one that leads to the membership course. Okay. So showrunner, showrunner has less downloads than that. And our list just broke a thousand. Okay, wait. Uh, let's we, go. Let's go to Hack the Entrepreneur. Sorry, that's what we've been doing anyway. Yeah, Hack the Entrepreneur yeah. is the one that did twenty six hundred downloads in thirty days from September fifth, yeah. and then fifty six thousand the next thirty days. Yeah. Okay. How many does that list have? That list is, I believe, at nine hundred and forty three. I think I saw an email today from Mailchimp. Great. Great. Okay. Um, but I, I make like a what could be a full time living off that. I mean, I have multiple sort of businesses going, but that, like, literally. I could live off the money that show now makes. Me. How do, what do you sell to that list? Uh, right now I'm selling ad spots. 
Oh, that's I it. see. Yeah. So each episode's getting like what you said, 8,000 downloads per episode, and you're just selling ad spots per episode. Yes. So now I'm selling ad spots, and going into the next couple of months, I will be creating a product. Actually, and I have had, I had like a mastermind group I started, and I was charging a monthly fee, and I had a bunch of people in it. We ran it for three months. I did webinars with them and stuff, but then it got, I just learned a lot about my audience, but I didn't want to keep doing it. So, um, so you just I, stick with sponsorships. Right now, I'm sponsorships leading into products. What oh. is what is the cost that you're charging for mid-roll on your Hack the Entrepreneur show? Um, if you email me directly in, it is now $300 for a mid-roll. Um, and then I also have pre-rolls that are like $150, I believe. Uh, and then there's a post-roll, if you wish, which sometimes just gets thrown in. Uh, midroll.com, who actually run my ads through now. I can sell direct, but I can't sell any of their company. It's confusing. Midroll huh. runs like some big thing. And Midroll is kind of a supposed to be a really hard um, company to get involved with, but they actually approached me at Christmas time and I turned them down, but then I went back to them. How many downloads were you doing per episode when they approached you? Um, it had trailed off because that was right before Christmas they had approached me and I was kind of in like a dip, but I had already taken on a sponsor. I had uh, been approached by some companies and I took on FreshBooks yep. and they prepaid me for six months and um, for full sponsorship of the site and everything. So I actually got a bit more out of it, which was awesome. And it was a company that I already used. They're Canadian like myself. So it aligned well. And I just kind of created a partnership rather than just a sponsorship. That's smart. I was still working on nourishing my audience. I didn't want to just bombard them with a different ad spot every show, which I do now. Uh, but my audience is more mature not the yep. people themselves they're as immature as i am but they're, they're <laughs> used to the show they're used to me they're used to they're just used to everything so they can take having things change on them now uh and it just it was something i really consciously did i didn't i wasn't getting an audience just to sell them products it's like it has to be kind of a win-win situation mm -hmm. um i was all i was trying to do is build an audience um and but unfortunately you also need to monetize to be able to afford vas and editors and graphic artists and all the stuff that I have working for me now mm -hmm. around the show. Yeah, I know. It makes perfect sense. Now, John, and you go by John, right? Not Johnny. Right. Yeah, John. So we're about to get into my favorite part of the show. So be ready for that. If you don't know what it is, I'm just going to surprise you. But let me right. summarize first for the top tribe listening in. Look, here's John's story. September 5th, launched his podcast called Hack the Entrepreneur, did 2,600 downloads in his first 30 days. Next 30 days, did 56,000. He then used one call to action at the end of each episode to build his email list to 943 people. And he'll sell some products to that list, but mainly the revenue John is generating is coming from using midroll.com that sells ad spots in his uh, show currently, which gets about 8,000 downloads per episode. And he's now has joined Copyblog they're launching uh, showrunner.fm, which helps people learn how to podcast. John, did I get that right? You absolutely got that right. Boom, baby. Okay, Top Tribe, I want to give you more brain juice this month, totally free. If you're loving this episode, text the word Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to 33444 for your chance to win a prize on an upcoming show. The next prize is a pack of 14 business books valued at 250 bucks if you bought them on Amazon. And these books are the ones that Mark Zuckerberg thinks every entrepreneur must read. Do you know what time it is? I totally know what time it is. What time is it, John? 
I don't know what time. <laughs> John, it's time. It's time for the famous five. Are you ready? Totally. <laughs> you're such a, you're you're a good roll with that. Up. You're a good bullshitter. That's pretty good. Uh, number one, John. What is your favorite business book? Uh, it's not how good you are. It's how good you want to be by Paul Arden. I have never heard of that. It's amazing. I gave it to my first hundred guests actually on my show. All got a copy. Oh, now. I love that. Okay, number two. Which CEO are you following or studying right now? Elon Musk, the only one. Awesome. Number three, what is your favorite online tool, like FreshBooks? Right now, I'm going to say Grammarly. I've never heard of it. What does it do? It, it literally spell checks and grammar checks, like everything you do on your computer live. Like So from Facebook to any social media to your emails to everything. It's a weird add-on for your browser. It's free to use, and it makes you look so much smarter and more professional than you actually are. Well, we will link to the book, the CEOs, the numbers we've articulated in the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top four eight. Again, forward slash the top, the number four, the number eight. Okay, number four, John, of the famous five. Yes or no, do you get eight hours of sleep every night? Never. <laughs> Never. Do you have kids? Are you married? Yes, both. But Okay, that's why, right? Right. No, that's not actually. They totally do. I just, I'm, I'm bad. I stay up really late reading like Elon Musk books and then I get up pretty early. <laughs> I didn't know there were multiple Elon Musk books. That's great. I don't know. Right. I'm making this up as I go. What Dude, do you I like it. That's good. It, it, you know, it's called the top for the reason. You know, we just invite random guests on, don't know what the hell they're talking about. They just make it up as they go. No, I'm kidding. All right. Number five, John, if you wish your 20 year old self knew one thing, what would it be? Uh, it's not how good you are. It's how good you want to be. I love it. And again, goes That's back exactly what I would tell myself to that book. Yeah. All right. Look, you're building an empire. You already have one with Hack the Entrepreneur. You now have partner with Copyblogger on showrunner.fm. If people want to follow your journey, John, where can they connect with you online? Twitter is the best place. I'm at John Naster. So J-O-N-N-A-S-T-O-R. I love that. I love that. Well, look, from... A September 5th last year podcast launch to now well over 8,000 downloads per episode, a big partnership with Copyblogger. John, thank you for taking us to the top. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> you bet. Coming up in episode number 49, that's bright and early tomorrow morning, Top Tribe, you will hear from Nathan Chan. Great name, isn't it? Nathan Chan. He walks through how we got 25,000 readers to pay three bucks per month in an app store version of his magazine. You don't want to miss it. This podcast is produced by Oration Recording and is sponsored by Eddie Communications and Roanoke, Virginia's Grandin CoLab, the premier workspace for entrepreneurs and growing companies.